What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 401st episode, it's like we're starting over, of the Pokemon Podcast. <laughs> it's a whole new world. We, we are in. starting over. We got another 100 episodes to go for the next milestone, I guess. Uh, I'm your host. Reboot. SPJ. With me is Will. I'm drinking a delicious pomegranate blueberry sparkling ice. Uh, I don't know what a pomegranate tastes like, so I just... What? The last time I had a pomegranate was like in 1994 when I was in Brazil. If you think my taste buds have taste buds have that good memory, you're thinking the wrong thing. How did you avoid the pomegranate bonanza that was the early 2000s? Everything oh, had pomegranate I don't like, in it. I don't like the shape of those bottles. Like the palm? No, I no, that bottle is an offense. Not going to touch too it. Busy wearing hemp necklaces in the tw- the ter- 2000s. What? No, I wore the little uh seashells. Little circle seashells, puka oh, shells. I had a puka shell worse. network. Yeah, I that think that's was. worse. <laughs> Whatever. You aren't cool like me, so you just gel. Greg, also here. I am also here. I feel like I should talk in. Also, I'm offering you a deluxe voice package. I've already invoiced you $198,000. You can pay it off whenever you want. But you do now owe me $198,000. Tom Nook is probably the smartest businessman here. Hey, you didn't have to get the house. You could <laughs> live in that musty old tent for as long as you, you want. You could live in the tent, but you can't hang things on the tent walls. And when you have no, got uh, that right. When you got a diner clock, you need to hang. I got gears. What's the name of your town? Tropicrama. So bad. Why even? Greg, what's the name of your town? Avalon. Avalon. Mm-hmm. That's so very uh, Arthurian. Yes, it is. You don't like the combination of Tropicana and Cramorant merged together no. in one no. delightful word? Because it's not a thing. What do you mean it's not a thing? <laughs> well, what is your town? New Kaneohe. Oh, uh, nice. It's the town I grew up in in Hawaii. You can't name it after a real town. Strangely enough, I did. <laughs> you can. Why can't you? I mean, I used to name them after my I pets, mean, I... but then my pets went, you know, the way of yeah. the dodo, and uh, <laughs> I felt bad about going back to those towns. I guess that makes sense. I am regretting that I couldn't go with my jocks suggestion of Buffberg. If I had I thought of Buffberg, <laughs> Buffberg I might have gone with Buffberg. Buff, I love Swoleville. It's like, why do I think also of good. that? I had Although, Goose suggest Isle. <laughs> what was it, Greg? Isle de Biceps. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Goose Real good, yeah. Alright, well, I don't think people want to hear too much about Animal Crossing, but everyone is playing Animal Crossing. Uh, There's two things that I feel like the internet has been really good at talking about. It is uh, the coronavirus and it is Animal Crossing. So uh, while we do have some Pokemon news related to the coronavirus, let's uh, put that on the DL for now. (laughs) Do Um, we really? (laughs) We do. It's off the official Pokemon website. So Wow. Okay. okay. Tackle that. Top three things in people's lives right now, Animal Crossing. Then coronavirus, and then we're going to yep. hit off the number three thing in people's lives. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon Go. <laughs> the thing you can't do. I did plenty of Pokemon Go this morning. I took a walk over to St. Paul and back. Oh, you can go to St. Paul 
It's automatically social distance of 15 miles because nobody lives there. (laughs) (laughs) It's the safest place to be. Oh, oh, man. This is offpokemon.com. Complete Genesect special research in Pokemon Go. You can access the special research story event to get the mythical Pokemon Genesect, which is its Pokemon Go debuted. In the ticketed special research story event, you will encounter the Paleozoic Pokemon itself. In addition, all trainers will be able to participate in a separate Genesect theme event throughout the same weekend, whether they have a ticket to the story or not. Before I go through this, tickets are still available until Thursday, March 26th. Even when this event ends on March 26, you will still be able to start the Genesect event as long as you hit the accept event <laughs> button before you you do it. Like any uh, event and task in Pokemon Go, um, they don't remove it from you. It might just be harder to do after the fact. Uh, with that being said, did you guys spend the $7.99 or equivalent in your local currency to... Do this story event? Heck no! Well, since I use Saint Paul ducats, it's uh, seven ninety nine. <laughs> I don't even live in Saint Paul. <laughs> you live close. You're in the border <sighs> town. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, I'm I'm haven't done it yet, but I'm looking at literally looking at the buy button right now, and I'm probably gonna do it. I I keep forgetting to play Pokemon Go, so I'm not spending the eight dollars to forget to do it. Okay, I mean. That's fair. Yeah, I might I might drive around this evening and uh drive to the local park and <laughs> not get out of my car just to check the spawns. Cuz I I I do want to I do want to at least try to make some progress in it. I'm still on I'm I still I'm on still on step 1. But if you haven't bought it yet, I'll tell you what it's about. So, um the story event is called A Drive to Investigate. It'll take, it started on Friday, March 20th. It will go until Thursday, March 26th. Again, as long as you purchase it and start it between that time frame, you will be able to continue it after the dates are over. It is $7.99. It will get you a special research line with early access to Genesect. And it's Genesect's first time in Pokemon Go. We're assuming, although they don't say, that Genesect will... Oh, it does say at the end. Uh, Genesect will go to EX raids come April. Although, because of the current happenstance, uh, no EX raids are being sent out currently. So we'll see if Niantic reevaluates that next month. The event will also get you a metal. Metal, if you like to collect metals in Pokemon Go. Gets you one of those, same as the Regigigas one. It will give you research objectives that lead you to encounter more bug and steel type Pokemon, including Pinsir, Scizor, Skarmory, Carablast, and Shelmet, as well as other Pokemon that appear in the story that are related to Genesect. This research will also lead you to encounter a Durant, a Pokemon only available in the Eastern Hemisphere. If uh, $7.99 is cheaper than a plane ticket, well, I don't know, plane tickets might be real cheap right now. <laughs> real cheap. <laughs> Uh, you will get an exclusive Genesect theme avatar item. You will get a Genesect backpack and a Genesect hat. And then your $7.99 will also get you five premium battle passes, three super incubators, three charge TMs, three fast TMs, three incense, three star pieces, one poffin, 15 rare candy, and one glacier lure, uh, which does, you know, equal over $8 of items. That being said, you don't get all 
all of those right off the bat. You get them as you go through the quest line. And then you also get uh, encounters with Scyther, Skarmory, Ninkata, and Shieldon when you complete some of the research tasks. If you miss out, uh, you can get Genesect and EX raids in the future. I don't know if that convinces anyone. Well, I mean, I just bought my ticket. <laughs> and I'm giving my, I'm giving my Snivy some manners. In addition to the Genesect research, there are um, other events happening. If you do not get the uh, ticket to drive to investigate, there will be one to four star raids throughout the weekend that will feature various bug and steel type Pokemon. Normal fire, water, electric, and ice type Pokemon will appear more in the wild, including Pokemon like Jigglypuff, Magnemite, Meryl, Houndour, and Snowrunt. Ninka- uh, Ninkata will appear in uh, the wild and hatch in 5k eggs. And if you're lucky, trainers, you may encounter or hatch a shiny Ninkata or Ninkata. Still not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, Carablast. Isn't it in the app? Get the app. Uh, I'm looking at my D. Uh, oh, there it is. My DS might not be charged. Hold on. I mean, it's Cicada, so I'm assuming yeah. Ninkata. I would always yeah. go with Ninkata. All right. Well, I got charged the DS. Remind me in like ten minutes. Uh, right. You can earn twice the <laughs> you can earn the twice twice the amount of Stardust uh, in the next in this time period for hatching Pokemon. Carablast and Shelmet will appear in five K eggs, and that's it. That's everything. So that goes until Thursday, March twenty sixth, ten p.m. local time. So even when you're listening to this podcast on Monday or Tuesday, you still do have some time to decide. If you want to uh, social distance your way around these raids and Pokemon that are appearing, there's a Pidgey in my house. I need that for the normal type event. <laughs> yeah, you gotta catch 25 normal types. That's the hardest there's one. A, there's <laughs> a normal type event. I have not been playing this game for Genesect. You need 25 oh. for Genesect because that wacky professor thinks whatever evidence he found looked like a normal type attack. Did uh, we talk about this last week? Where if if you have one Pokey coin, you can get thirty incense from the store as a one-time purchase. And incense we now lasts—they now last an hour instead of thirty minutes for now. Um, and they—they they are literally spawning like one Pokemon a minute. So that is Niantic's way of letting people play at home because you're going to get probably thirty, thirty or so Pokemon spawning in your house without you leaving or moving. Um, the only problem with that is because you're not moving you're probably not getting pokeballs so either give yourself a late late night drive through a downtown area to spin a bunch of stops or uh now's the time to add friends and open their <laughs> gifts because yeah but you're going to run out of gifts well you still not, have to go i'm not telling somebody will send gifts. you gifts you yeah, gotta, I still get plenty of gifts yeah, plenty you, of them you just got to open I mean, the 20 I get plenty of gifts but like i have to send gifts out <laughs> And yeah. I, then I have to go out and get gifts, and it's it's a wasteland out there. Not in Wisconsin, I'll tell you that. I don't think I don't think we got the memo here. I got the memo. I don't think other people did. Some sword and shield news, actually. Speaking of events, maybe you want to stay in your house. You want to do some sword and shield. Maybe you're not on the Animal Crossing bandwagon. I got some news for you. March 19th, Pokemon.com, Galarian, Rapidash, Galarian, Daramuka, Mandibuzz, Surfetch, and more version-exclusive Pokemon might appear in Max Raid Battles. Take this opportunity to catch Pokemon that don't normally appear in in the wild in your game version, as well as Pokemon that may be hard to find. 
I'm super excited for this, especially because I usually do raids on Monday nights, and I think Monday night is still during the event time, right? Yeah, it, it, yeah. This will go till Wednesday, March 25th. So yeah. So yeah. Greg, we're gonna get yeah, on it. I've been doing it. Well, I've, I've done I've it. been crossing my animals. Okay. I crossed animals too, but not until Friday. I did it Wednesday. Thursday and Friday evening, I was in there, I was getting my fossils, I was getting my uh, surfetched, I was getting my tins of beans that are from another game, I was getting all that. So, <sighs> I've been making, like, easy graphics for these on, like, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, I have learned since making these helpful graphics that people don't understand how raids work. <laughs> <laughs> So when I posted this last one, which is uh, the Rapidash Daramaka, uh, when I posted this last one, uh, what was the response I got? I get a lot of these responses. I'll just read a generic one here. <laughs> just... I've been playing Sword and Shield. Uh, I've been playing Shield. I have gotten literally everything on the screen. They don't appear exclusively in one version, at least from not what I've seen, <laughs> is the comment I got when I made this. Huh. Surfetch will not ever appear in Shield, but that doesn't mean you can't log into the YCOM and see a Surfetch from somebody who is hosting from Sword. This event is now giving you the opportunity for Surfetch to appear in Shield without you resulting on going to the YCOM. That is clearly the the misunderstanding that they these people don't have. Also, when I made the Gengar. What was it? The Gengar, Machamp, Snorlax graphic. Snorlax, yeah. So specifically, and this is still going on, Gengar appears in three and four star raids in both games, but only five star raids in in Shield, and only Machamp appears in five star raids in Sword, but it will appear in three and four star raids in both games. Pretty easy to like think about that, right? And the amount of comments of like, nah, uh, I got Gengar in my game, and I thought it's <laughs> like, did you not miss the giant part where it said Gengar and Machamp appear in both games only in three to four star raids, which probably doesn't matter unless you just you're really looking for a five star Gengar for whatever reason. And what's weird is I have a sword and have not seen a single Machamp. Yeah, so I oof. think they. Yeah, they're not. They're not. I think in the five stars, they're twenty percent. Um, in the four and three stars, I think they're only like 10%. Um, so ideally, you should be seeing more Machamp, whether if they're five stars, but you have to clear out your raids and refresh and stuff. And now with this new thing overlapping, it's a little weird. So speaking of this new thing. <laughs> Still on this new thing. All players will encounter Escavalier, Eselgore, and Pinkurchin, which Pinkurchin in itself is rare. The Asalgor and the Escavalier require trading, so this is going to help people out who don't have any friends to trade those two Pokemon. In Sword, you will encounter Galarian Rapidash, Galarian Corsola, Mandibuzz, Oranguru, uh, Oranguru, um, and then female in Didi. While in Shield, you'll be able to encounter Daramuka, Daramaka, Braverary, Passimian, Surfetch, and male in Didi instead. Um, which is, even if you have these Pokemon, it's an opportunity to get, uh, because these Pokemon are boosted and promoted, whether you have Sword or Shield or you have friends that have the other version, um, you'll be able to get at least their hidden abilities a little bit easier, since they're only available in raids. And uh, you need to connect your Nintendo Switch to 
the internet, make sure you update your wild area, and then at the end of this, it says that Gigantamax, Machamp, Gengar, and Snorlax will also go until March 25th. So on Wednesday evening, all of these Pokemon should leave, and then we should get a new raid rotation. We haven't gotten Garbodor or Duraludon, Duraludon promoted yet. There was another Pokemon we didn't get promoted. Charizard hasn't yeah. been promoted yet. I'm missing one. Oh, Caparaja. That's the other one. Yes, the one I don't have. Yeah, I'm missing Caparaja too. You you don't have a Caparaja at all, or you don't have a Gigantamax. I don't have a Gigantamax. Ah, there's some uh, raid stuff in Sword and Shield. I'm excited for this, especially since you know gym time is severely cut back lately. <laughs> I'm gonna have severely. more time to be playing some Pokemon. You gotta get that ring fit so you can exercise in your house. Please, I let's tried. not talk of things not, that are not for sale any longer. It's not for sale anymore. Yeah, I heard switches are also really hard to find right now, too. Well, if you're staying at home, I got good news for you. Uh, episode three of Twilight Wings is out. You can catch the third episode of Twilight Wings, the seven-episode limited animated series on Pokemon TV and the official Pokemon channel. First two episodes are available there. In the previous episode, we saw Gym Leader B get caught up in herring, a, herring, a harrowing ordeal while training out with her Pokemon. This time, the action follows Hop, the younger brother of the Galar champion, and his adorable Wooloo. Turn, tune in to see what adventure waits these two partners. Okay, you said it was a waste of time watching B go around. Nothing compared to watching that Wooloo just do nothing. Oh, man, I really like well, this except one. be cute. Ugh. Look, I like this episode. If you want... <laughs> it was boring! If you want to hear mine and Irene's thoughts about the third episode, that uh, will be for anyone who is $5 or more on Patreon. Uh, that should be coming either Monday or Tuesday. Um, I just, I'm so behind on, on a lot of things this week, so I don't want to promise Monday. Monday or Tuesday, um, it should be up for you guys on Patreon for that. And we're still trying to figure out when we can get the Mewtwo one up. Um, Irene was extremely busy, uh, last week and, uh, now she has all the time in the world. So we will figure out how to, we'll figure out when we can get the Mewtwo stuff up for you guys, um, going forward here. Okay. So I was going to do Pokemon Masters, but that might be a little bit longer. So there was a lot of stories this past week of people getting in trouble for being out and about and playing Pokemon Go, especially in Italy. But those stories are that I just told you the gist of it. Pretty, pretty <laughs> that, I mean, they're not supposed to be out. They are out. Shame. Right. While this is coronavirus related, I think this is a more interesting story. Uh, I think everyone has probably maybe purchased a T-shirt from T-Fury before, or at least maybe heard of T-Fury. I've heard of it. I think so. Do they make my unicorn T-shirts? Maybe. Uh, there's a lot of t-shirts. There's like Yet the Yeti, and then there's T-Fury, and then there's um, Threadless. Uh, they're always pumping out t-shirts. Uh, this is off BleedingCool.com. This time, people were very oh, upset dear. with them due to a design that went for sales yesterday. One, signed, one design known by an artist named Capo depicted a Pokemon Pokeball only COVID-19 virus with the caption, gotta catch them all. 
Yep, not good. This other also depicted of a virus holding a free sign saying free hugs. Also not good. And people then on Twitter yelled at T-Fury for these, and T-Fury posted a message saying, We at T-Fury recognize that the current situation regarding COVID-19 is extremely serious and is impacting all members of our community amidst the crisis. We look to lighthearted humor to keep our spirits lifted. We are grateful to the T-Fury artist community for what they have done and continue to do to make us smile. In this light, these two designs that were posted were not well received by our community, a.k.a. they didn't make any money from them. Please rest assured that our attention was not to be insensitive or disrespectful in any way. Both designs have been removed from the site, and we sincerely apologize for the mistake. It is such a weasel word and gutty. These two designs poster were not well received by our community. They're in <laughs> incredibly poor taste. They're not even good shirts. And yeah, it's like if they had made money or you had a bunch of people defending you, you would have just been like, nope, we're keeping up because it's humor. It's like It's like it's like when the um it's like when a twelve year old comes into like a Twitch stream and they say something really <laughs> dumb and you're like Get out. What? And they're like, well, it's just a joke. And you're like, no, no, uh, (laughs) no, it's like, you're just really dumb. Here we have consequences for your actions. Ban. Yeah. Well, also, (laughs) please be assured that our intention was not to be insensitive or disrespectful. Actually, it was. That's the goal of the shirts. They are poking fun at a very sensitive situation in an insensitive and disrespectful manner, which is supposed to be where the humor comes from. But it didn't. Your intention, and the intentions of these shirts, was to be insensitive. Garbage. This should be the last bit of coronavirus stuff, I I believe, for the episode here. Um, So this is off Pokemon.com. Important update regarding play Pokemon events. After discussion with event organizers and uh, guidance set by set forth by local, regional, and national health authorities, as well as the World Health the World Health Organization, all play Pokemon sanctioned events through May fourteenth, twenty twenty, in North America, Latin America, South America, Oceania, South Africa, and Europe have been canceled. This includes all Pokemon regional championships, special events, league challenges, league cups premier challenges, mid-season showdowns, and pre-release tournaments. No championship points will be awarded during this time. While independent of Pokemon, organizers of these events should act in the best interest of their events and community, including always being mindful of safety of participants. We appreciate their cooperation and their partnership during this challenging time. While we do continue to closely monitor health mandates, guidelines, and recommendations from appropriate government agencies while evaluating all independent in Pokemon organized events on a case-by-case basis. Everything up to May 14th, canceled. We don't know if things are going to be better elsewhere May 14th or after May 14th. I know, like, I believe South Korea is the main country that has things semi-under control, um, but they also got it back in December. Worlds is in the UK still for those that haven't been following the play Pokemon events too closely. So this is the first time that worlds would be out of North America. It's been in uh, like Hawaii, Florida, 
California. It's also been in Canada once. Um, so August is a long way away. And I believe the Madison, sorry, they're not in Madison anymore. The Milwaukee regionals was scheduled for June 1st. So that's still technically scheduled. June is pretty far away still. Um, but I guess we don't know. And I guess once we get closer to May 14th, we'll have an update. Uh, I believe they also tweeted, although I don't have the tweet in front of me, that they will be re reevaluating how many championship points you will need to go to Worlds. Uh, because I don't think, boy, I don't think, I think unless you're like winning like multiple regionals, you still might not even have enough. I think you only get like 120 for winning regionals and you need 400 to get to worlds. But I don't have that in front of me at this point. A lot of events canceled. Yep. It's a whole new world we live in. Well, for the time being as well. For the time being. Not for all eternity. Not with that attitude. <laughs> true let's take a quick break we got some pokemon masters news uh we have uh some more sword and shield news we still have our questions of the week or pokemon of the week all that stuff so we will be right back off Newsweek. Look. Brain assault it. <laughs> Not a lot of people reported on this directly. I think I tweeted it, but sometimes like, I don't want to use my own tweets as sources here. <laughs> <laughs> At least you cite them. Uh, yeah, well, you know. Okay, this is off Newsweek. Pokemon Sword and Shield got a new update that fixes a bug that would crash when a re trainer received a hacked Pokemon. I don't know if you guys heard about this. I did not hear about this. I did now hear I'm concerned. about this. Uh, well, it fixed it, so you should be good now. While there was a handful of bugs and problems with Sword and Shields, the latest update 1.1.1 fixes a game-crashing bug that caused many people to avoid using a popular feature in Gen 8 games. Of course, they don't list the feature because they're probably not that educated, but... Uh, <laughs> Rude. So, okay, so this is what I was waiting for. This is why um, I couldn't find this the night the update went out. This is why I pulled this article, because it has the source... The citing the source here. So if you guys <laughs> don't know, anytime something gets updated in Pokemon, it's like Sword or Shield or Pokemon Home, the Japanese support Pokemon website will say what it fixes. We've talked about this before. But the English yeah. website will never say what it fixes. <laughs> because so, of legal reasons. Thank you, lawyers. Um, so uh so this so Newsweek is reporting on Pokemon.co.jp slash support or whatever it is. Uh, translated, so probably a little bit wrong. When receiving a Pokemon that contains falsified data by surprise trade or communication trade, we responded to the ph phenomenon such as game stoppage. Obviously, that's a pretty poor translation. Ideally, if you guys didn't hear about this, um, there was an issue where people were making 
uh, Pokemon using third-party apps, probably something like PKHex or whatnot. And uh, they were Pokemon that would not, that these Sword and Shield games couldn't read properly. When that Pokemon was like selected or highlighted in a player's game, it would cause the game to completely crash. You wouldn't lose anything, but your game would hard reboot. Uh, so the way to fix it was to either, one, just never surprise trade, because you, if you didn't listen to this podcast or follow any of this news, you would have no <laughs> idea that this is happening. Or two, if you did receive it, you would have to highlight the Pokemon and delete it, not inspect it, because inspecting it would cause the game to crash. Oh, no. Um, so you would have to immediately release it. This update, the 1.1.1, fixed that issue. So now you're safe to surprise trade again. Everything's good. Official changelog also states several issues have been fixed to make the gameplay experience more comfortable, but nothing was stated on that. What does that mean? <laughs> hmm. More comfortable is such a weird... They changed the volume levels on the sound effects for Steve's ears. Maybe. Oh, I, you, you know, I, w- I wish they would. The sounds they very sent weird. him soft skittles. So yeah, you can you can surprise trade again, again. Woo! If you were surprise trading, that's not really my bag. I mean, I was for a while there, but then I stopped because I've been wonderboxing on home. Oh, the old Pokemon Home. Hmm. I need to look at my achievements on there. That whole not to get back into Animal Crossing, but the whole Nook Miles thing has me like all hooked on achievements <laughs> now. <laughs> I want achievements everywhere, and Pokemon well, Home's got them. They're still mostly busted for me. So the people who data mine the Pokemon games and like post, you know, shiny odds and stuff, uh, they only said that the thing that they saw in the code that it fixed the surprise trade. They didn't say anything else, so I'm not sure what the you know the other update did. I don't know what else it did. I guess we don't know unless you know the three people in the entire world who data mine Pokemon games decide that they want to look at the code again. I feel like they would have probably done it by now since it's been almost a week, but they haven't really said or tweeted anything about it. Uh, It still stands that, you know, some people believe that the shiny odds are broken uh, in the overworld. The Pokemon company has pushed two updates now, and I don't whether it's broken or not, I guess we still don't know. I mean, we're taking the word that... (sighs) Uh, some people believe that the data miners say it's broken, but the data miners also were the same people that told us we needed to have some sort of chain, which then Pokemon.com said we didn't need a chain. So believe who you want to believe, I guess. Uh, but that has not been touched, I guess. That code remains un- unmodified. So, And then uh, people still setting their dates forward to uh, manipulate raids like that. That still exists, too. So... The update didn't fix either of that. Although, I don't know if those are more complicated issues, or the Pokemon company doesn't care about it, or who knows? I don't know. That's, that's, that's hard to say. But the thing that would cause your game to crash, fixed. Good to go. Speaking of Pokemon Home, because Greg brought that up, this is off thegamer.com. Pokemon Home catches... Man, I hate this headline. Pokemon Home catches <laughs> 2.6 million in gross revenue during its first month. Pokemon Home has been available for a month. There is a clear picture of how many people found value in the ability of transferring their stored Pokemon from a broad range of titles in the series. Since the since launch, the app has brought in 2.6 million worldwide, 38% of that revenue uh, coming from the United States, and about 33% coming from Japan. 
downloads were distributed among among a similar matter. U.S. claiming uh, about 700,000 downloads. Japan claiming about 500,000 downloads. And uh, Great Britain, Germany, France all have downloads to about 120,000 each. That's kind of that's kind of just the news that goes in to like break down <laughs> the numbers, but um, okay. A lot of people have downloaded Pokemon Home, and no surprise, still don't work. Yeah, the cha- The every time I get a little badge for the challenge, I don't know what challenge I completed. I have no nope. clue. Uh, we're on one point zero point ten, so you know we, we're 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 getting there. They did fix the Magirna stuff. So now, in yeah. order to get Magirna, that was fixed server-side, that didn't need an update, you just need a registered living Dex. You don't need the Pokemon all to be existing there. You don't need to shift boxes. You don't need to put them in order. As soon as, the, as, soon as Pokemon Home recognizes that you, at one point, had all 890 Pokemon in it, even if you don't have them anymore, it will... Give you the Magirna that seems to be working 100% now. You know, if you're only missing like a Zera Aura and you're standing next to somebody else who has a Zera Aura, they can just trade it to you. You can trade it right back and then it should register for you to get Magirna. You don't have to keep it in your Pokedex. So if you're, if you, if you have seen otherwise, let us know on Twitter. But, um, I have seen zero to no complaints about Magirna ever since like last week. <laughs> it seems to be seems to be okay. Glad that's died down. Now, would somebody trade Greg the appropriate Vivalons and stop trading him the one he's trading oh, away? I got them all today. A very wonderful person traded me all the ones I didn't have. So I have my butterfly wallpaper, and I'm very that's excited. so beautiful. I know. Thank you. There are good people in this world. There are. And they I'll have... I'll hope to meet one someday. They have eight hidden ability Rosalia <laughs> <laughs> that they can do whatever they want with. Nice. All right, Pokemon Masters. Let's get this out of the way here. This is... Uh, uh, talk about notifications of things. I get so <sighs> many red exclamation points all over my home screen. I feel like I've got the pox. Uh, the, those do work in Masters. Uh, full disclosure, as always, I'm partnered with DNA. Greg and Will are not. I'm going to read this right off uh, PokemonMasters-Game.com here. Limited time only. Team up with Sabrina and Alakazam and receive a special bonus present. Upon teaming up for the first time, you will get a bunch of items. Oh, they fixed some stuff here. I don't know. There's a lot of things to list. Um, yeah, it's a lot. You, if you pull the 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 gist of it is if you pull Sabrina through the scouting, if you spend your gems and you happen to get Sabrina, she will come with a bunch of items uh, to help you level her up or whatever other character you want up. No, it's probably yeah they do the thing where it's limited to the character. Oh, okay. So you, it, I I believe you get like the Sabrina cans and the Sabrina. The Sabrina Soda. They did the the first time they did this. I think was with Red. Like if you pull Red, you get a bunch of items. Okay, we just had Mewtwo. We just had Mew. Why another psychic type? Because psychic types are the most fun. But like, there's a lot you could be putting in the game, and we've had three back to back psychic types with, you know, what I don't get it. 
I, my only guess is, and this is just speculation, maybe they had to like shift some things around and then this was already planned, so they were just like, let's go with it. I mean, maybe, but it just, I was like, oh, another psychic type, and I just powered up my Mew to the top. I'm not going to do another psychic type. I, like. Uh, speaking of more characters, Greg, Fantina? Yep. Man, talk about forgettable in Gen 4. What? what? Are you insane? Her whole gym looked like a drift blim. It's blue. amazing. Yeah, her gym is cool. I would say that she was not. She's here. Uh, she's oh. here between uh, March 18th to April 1st till 11 p.m. on April 1st. Uh, no bonus gifts when you pull her. Like Sabrina had the gifts. You don't get nothing with her. So these are the only two... Nope. I felt like this is how I feel with Masters. We went through, like, so many cool things. And so, like, Steven, Red, uh, Giovanni coming back, Professor Oak, Eliza. And now it just feels like we have nothing. It's like we have Sabrina and Fantina. I mean, they're more than nothing. They're just not the ones you're excited for. Is there somebody out there who their favorite gym leader is Fantina? I don't think they Oh, I guarantee it. Oh, heck yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah, I mean, they just, they're like, they're banners. Like, okay, I mean, I had kind of wished that they had combined them into one banner instead of two, but, you know, whoever you want more, pull on that one more, I guess. I've been sort of out of Masters for a little bit, because these aren't that inspiring. I'm like, okay, like, I have a really good ghost type, I have a really good psychic type these aren't huge draws to make me spend my gems on them like there's going to be another banner of something that i don't have or that there's a hole in my team that i'm just going to wait so like these are just not that interesting i mean if you if you pull fantina there's the ghost type event going on so you get yeah something from that i guess i mean and there's not a lot of styles what about hairstyles? <laughs> I think Fantina's <laughs> yeah. got fantastic hair. Oh, all right. It's magnifique. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's all the news we have. I think we did it. it. We got through all the news. Surprisingly, we lined up episode 400 on a uh, not popular news week, and uh, we caught up on news. Unless there was anything in the Attic channel. Nope, just the Brandon with the letting us know to talk about the Play Pokemon stuff, so... Um, oh, this is the tweet, actually, I was looking for earlier. Uh, we are currently evaluating tournament cancellations that may impact the championship qualifications, stipends, and travel awards. So, they haven't got... Well, I'm sure we'll have news about that soon. Of the... Yeah. Which is, which is for what? How are you going to get a... If Worlds is existing, how are you going to get a Worlds invite? There's just a whole lot of questions. PTCGO and... <laughs> I don't competitions. think PTCGO at this point is stable enough to host an actual tournament. I got to play that more. Now that I got my gaming PC, I got to get in there and play me some PTCGO. Yeah. You got to get packs? Gotta I mean, I codes? did last year, and then I built that Blacephalon deck, and then kind of didn't go back into it. 
It's fun. I do like PTCGO. Do you? Yeah. Do you like the Pokemon trading card game? I do. I just don't like the people who play it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that every trading card game? Oh, heck no. Are you saying saying Magic players players are better than Pokemon players? It depends on where you're playing Magic and who you're playing with. I mean, I get to play Magic with Greg, so yes. And you're saying Vanguard players are better than Pokemon players? Vanguard players are the most elite of (laughs) the best card game players out there. Vanguard players are non-existent. Would you stop? That's like, we're like the fabled, like, kind of like the Jedi were in uh, the original first movie and it's like they're yeah. just a whisper of a fabled people that's only heard of players. in myth yes exactly <laughs> they walk amongst us the vanguard players you cannot see them you will not know them but they're there hidden in the shadows ready to check their drives <laughs> <laughs> i remembered oh Ninkata. i don't i disagree I reject. That's even worse. That's, yeah. Nito Reno. Who talks like that except for Steve Black Jr.? Ugh. I don't know that person. (laughs) (laughs) He's gone. He's retired. Gone forever. Gone and never seen again. Into the shadow realms. (laughs) Greg, question of the week. I forgot to put one up. All right, hold on. Uh, No, no, I got a question. I figured you did. I always do. <clears throat> Ready? Yeah. Here we go. So, ask us what you want, what you really, really want. Yeah, ask us what you want, what you really, really want. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna, wanna. Uh, I really, really, really want the question of the week. I'm not happy. I'm happy. I'm smiling, but I'm not happy, Greg. <laughs> and I, I feel like it's, I'm in a gay bar in the 90s again. It's, Great. It's a, it's a gift that will keep on giving. Nick did a real fantastic job with the music of last week's episode, I'll tell you <laughs> oh, that. Man, I'm so mad. This is, uh, I'm actually pulling an email from this. This is from Jake. They write in and say, hey guys, I'm new to the podcast. Love the content. Something I really like is the dynamic you all have. You seem like actual friends and it makes a difference. It makes oh, me think. I'm glad we're pulling that scam off still. <laughs> uh, it makes me think of my own friend group. Uh, one guy in particular is my Pokemon rival. I showed him how to IV and EV train a couple years ago, and now we trade ideals on movesets and team builds, and when we we have the time, we also do some ferocious battles. Uh, These battles are interesting because we have learned each other's playstyles and developed our own meta. We also do themed battles like monotype team or Pokemon from only one region. My question to you is, do you guys battle each other off air, or do you have other friends that you battle? Have you developed your own meta, or do you specifically uh, do specialty rules from time to time? It could be fun to do a listener tournament or something like that. Love the show, Jake. So in Slack, I believe yes. that there are tournaments. I um, I used to participate in them until they named them Goofy Tournaments, and any <laughs> affiliation with that corporate, uh, I, I cannot stand. How did so this get allowed? I, I'm banning this. Yes. Um. I once also ran a tournament in our Slack. So if you want alternate rules, what did I call it? Oh, it was awful. It <laughs> Yes, it was awful. <laughs> the Max tournament. No, it was like Will's 
oh, it was like four years ago, boy. And it's like you had to have one like super dumb Pokemon on your team or something. Yeah. No, Will's Quickie Quick Law Tournament. You had to have at least (laughs) one Pokemon had to have a Quick Claw. (laughs) I mean, we've done them before and I've done them in the past. I haven't done anything recently just because I've been busy. Yeah, I have but, an island called New Kaneohe that has all these <laughs> animal type people that rely on my services to keep them going. I don't have time, frivolous time for Pokemon games and I mean, battles. I came in second in the first Slack tournament. That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. We Drew never, beat that, me. Yeah, Andrew got the trophy Drew. and then it's like, we then never it did it again. So he just held on to that trophy. Yeah, I, you know, I've done it in the past. I, I do them from time to time. I think they're very fun. I tend to enjoy making teams, but I don't... I'm not good at PvP anything. It just really Except that Clash Royale. Out. You're pretty alright at that. I was. I didn't necessarily like it, but I played it <laughs> a lot. But there's something about the player versus player that stresses me out more than any other content. So I enjoy making teams... But I don't really enjoy using them. I think it's because I get really too invested in winning um, to enjoy, like, the experience. Yeah, I will say I, like, my peak for PvP Pokemon battling tournament style stuff was Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Just because, like, the the way that you could breed and... uh you know, get your team and do IV EV training and everything. Just it clicked so well for me during that time. And I've kind of like lost track of how to do all the different steps to, to build your own team. And I will say that in the past when I've done competitive, like regionals and stuff like that, I've had other people make my teams for me, which is enjoyable, but I also, you know, like to build my own teams, but just the the time commitment for that. And just like, I don't have that click of real understanding of, you know, all the different steps to take to get the Pokemon that you particularly want to have for your team. So that's kind of what's holding me back now. I may get there with the um, Isle of Iron. Iron. What, what, yeah. What? That's I should have named my village. I, I, I've got to <laughs> erase that Animal Crossing we start, now. If we're going to complain about Animal Crossing, the problem is your town could only be like 10 characters long. Trust. New yeah. Kanioe doesn't fit either. There's no space up in there. Ugh. They should have. They should have. They should have had Game Freak work on it. Game Freak at least I, has gotten to twelve characters in their things. They also deceive <laughs> you by putting like like twenty little brown underlines, and yeah, you're like, "Oh, like I'm going to have the best town name ever." <laughs> and then you start filling it out. It's like, well, blop, 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 nope, blop. And I don't know why they added so many dashes that you can't fill. It's just cruel. It's actually really bad design. Like, like, just very bad for. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Dashes mean spaces. <laughs> Dashes mean things. They used to mean something. To answer Jake's question, uh, I have been trying to actively learn and get better at competitive uh, video game Pokemon, and it is both a time-consuming and frustrating and fun experience. <laughs> Yeah, your voice really sold that it's, one. It's all of the above. <laughs> I, I do I do like building a team. Um I think it's it's very obvious 
on paper just like the the trading card game like like i have a lot of experience with competitive stuff with the trading card game i mean i played it competitively competitively for three years and if you were listening to the podcast during that time we probably talked a lot more tcg than we do now but uh both the tcg and the video game like things things always look better on paper than they do in execution so you can spend like a week making a team and then it just doesn't work at all in execution and uh i guess because i all my pokemon is 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 streamed on twitch i have to also be entertaining and deal with an audience and i think what's more aggravating than losing is your audience being like oh you need to make all these changes when it's the first time you've used this team (laughs) and if i've learned anything from like the tcg it's just because you've lost one match doesn't mean you need to change five cards in your deck um, because consistency is so important in matches, whether it's TCG or video game related. Also, I, I while I am a very competitive person, and I get tilted pretty easy. Um, this is the truest words ever out of your mouth, and the first step is admitting it. <laughs> uh, I I have gotten better at accepting that you know if you know you have the advantage, and all of a sudden you get frozen because it's a 10% chance to freeze. You know in your heart you would have won, but you know that 10% freeze, while it is aggravating, you at least know in the back of your head that you played correctly up to that point where chance seemed to take over. And chance happens a lot in the video game, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yep, it's a random number generator fiend. Oh, I That's would've... what makes it fun. I would have won that match if they didn't get five critical hits. <laughs> and I got zero. So I, I've gotten better at it. Um, I think uh, for me, I'm very bad at understanding how they open. And so that, that puts you at a pretty huge disadvantage where I think I got really good at that in the, the trading card game of how to open perfectly and how to prepare for things, but boy, the whole like, competitive world is such a time sink. Um, on top of the competitive as- aspect, which push- pushes people away. Yeah, but Slack has tournaments all the time. To answer your question, yeah, join Slack. They they're doing all kinds of weird things there. They're they're uh, self efficient. <laughs> <laughs> self sufficient. Yeah. Well, give us our Pokemon of the week. Well, the, it's uh, we're all discombobulated. Uh, what was it like? Two weeks ago, yeah. Three weeks ago, who knows? I was talking about the fact that you can only play Sword and Shield during the daytime until the game is over. The sun never sets on Galar. Um. I mean, technically it does, but you're in a hotel it room. It does. You're forced into a hotel room, and you're not allowed to do anything at night. Not allowed to see those dark, dark, starry skies. Uh, and so you couldn't evolve any Pokemon that evolve at night. Um, and my question was, why are there so many dark types that only evolve at night? What's the deal? Dark types like Weavile and Alolan Raticate and Abstagoon. Uh, that's how we say it in the mid- Midwest. Obstagoon. Obst- <laughs> 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 now you gotta make that. It's a, oh, obstagoon. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the You could find this Pokemon at the Lake of Outrage if there's a sandstorm going on, which is completely irrelevant to anything to do with this Pokemon because it's going to get hurt in a sandstorm. 
And it also shares its ability with its psychic cousin, uh, although it's super effective against its psychic cousin. So well, who was the Pokemon last week? Two weeks ago. Two I'm weeks all ago. discombobulated. It's... Carablast. Carablast Ugh. has no cousins. It has no family. It's Umbreon. Umbreon. There you go. And I have actually a complete. I have a complete collection of evolutions that I only caught at the Lake of Rage. Outrage. Me I too. Did not evolve a single EV in this game, and that's how I got all of them. Uh, my daily pick up a rock walk. <laughs> Wander and get a rock. Get a rock, uh, get an Eevee illusion. Get a rock, get, get an Eevee illusion. Two, two to three rocks every day. It's right, handy. I got to check on my uh, little sales guy up on Stow on side. Or is that what is Stow on side? Is that where he's selling his, his yeah, uh, yeah. items? Yeah. Eevee cannot evolve into Espeon or Umbreon in Fire Red and Leaf Green due to their lack of time system. Uh, in order to obtain them and add them to your Pokedex, you must trade them from Ruby, Sapphire, or Emerald, evolve there, and then trade them back. Or you have to get Colosseum or Gale of Darkness. See, that's how they get you to always buy more. Mm -hmm. Buy, 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 buy. And I do. According to the Diamond and Pearl Pokedex, Umbreon, Glaceon, and Leafeon have identical footprints. Umbreon is the only non-psychic Pokemon to have the ability Synchronize. Ooh, I wish I had known that. Umbreon was designed by Atsuko Ninshida, who designed Pikachu and Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. Fun fact. Not bad, because that Umbreon design's pretty choice. It's very I think she good. also designed Sylveon as well. Uh, Umbreon is tied with Mega Gyarados and Hoopa Unbound for the highest special defense of all dark types. Sylveon is... For the highest special defense, or tied with Sylveon, tied with Leafeon for the lowest base special attack of all EV evolutions. Uh, and in the year of Pokemon poll presented by the Pokemon Company in 2020, Umbreon was voted the most popular Gen 2 Pokemon and the most popular EV evolution, receiving 67,000 votes. Dang, take that, Umbreon haters. Who could hate an Umbreon? They're so uh, soft and fluffy. Are they soft and fluffy? They don't look soft. Yes. They look like it looks are. like seal That's skin to me. Surprise. Seal skin is surprisingly soft and fluffy. Two things, or one thing seals and kittens have in common is their soft and fluffiness. I don't know if that's true. All right. Do you want another <laughs> Pokemon? Yeah. Always. Right, I want so 890 of them. Everybody, you get an additional clue this week because uh, this Pokemon was relevant last week, but I didn't get to do it last week. <laughs> so now it's irrelevant, but you get what you get because I ain't writing more Pokemon of the week than I have to. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I recently been feeling nostalgic for my 80s R&B jams and added New Edition's album, New Edition, to my iTunes library. In doing so, I have begun to wonder whether the biggest single from that album, Mr. Telephone Man, would even be comprehensible to our younger audience. What is a telephone man? What is 611? Why would an operator say, 
please hang up and place your call again. <laughs> what is a party line? There are several other almost incomprehensible references in the song, and yet it is still a bop. In the same way, other once essential Pokemon have gone by the wayside. Need someone to surf? Nah, I have a bike for that. Fly me from spot to spot? No, we take air taxis here. This week's Pokemon made its debut in 2006 and had some viability for about 10 years when it was then made redundant as its particular skills were no longer necessary. We can't quite say that it was sent out to pasture, but maybe back to the dam instead. Unlike Slowpoke, this week's Pokemon's tail was never eaten in the game. Unlike its pre-evolution, it has never been made out of peanut butter. In real-world Canada, though, there is a sweet fried dough treat made in the fashion of this Pokemon's tail. You can also eat the real thing, though. Many recipes recommend cooking the tail over high heat and serving it with beans. Here in Minnesota, some trappers would hunt this week's Pokemon for its tail and its fur, but, unfortunately, there are not enough trapped each year to prevent this rodent's population from becoming problematic. Some fascinating facts, though. Its nose and ears seal closed when it goes underwater. Its nictitating membrane allows it to see underwater without irritation. Its lips actually close behind its front teeth so that it can hold things in its mouth without drowning. There you go. That's all your clues. That's all you need to know to guess the Pokemon of the week. Well, that's our episode for you guys. I don't know how many people are working at home because normally people listen to podcasts when they're commuting, so maybe the shorter episode is better. I guess we'll find out. If you guys want to follow us on Twitter, Greg is at White Wing. Will is at Washing the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. If you need something to watch or just have some background noise in the background, that isn't Jerry Springer. You can uh, have my Twitch stream. Jerry Springer's on during the day, right? I don't Judge- think Jerry Springer's on at all anymore. I don't think Springer is on anymore. Judge Joe Brown? I think that's on during the day. You are in a whole other <laughs> yeah. decade, friend. Uh, <laughs> family <laughs> don't I, watch I, I don't TV. Know, you know, on during the day. At like 3.30, uh, G.I. Joe and Transformers comes on, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think Family Feud's still on during the day. What about Alan? I think Alan's still on, right? Alan is. Alan will be on for all eternity. All right. Alan is a national treasure. Uh, so if you need something on in the background, if you're working at home or you're working in an empty office, I will be streaming a lot this week on Twitch, twitch.tv slash pkmncast. Uh, we'll be doing probably a lot of Animal Crossing this week. While we'll, we will still do Pokemon, especially when the raids rotate again. Um, and I want to try to squeeze in a couple of fetches before they uh, rotate out. Uh, there will be a lot of Animal Crossing this week, so if you want to come by, say hi, hang out, uh, I would appreciate that. And uh, if you're looking to exchange fruit, <laughs> also probably a good place to hang out if you need some people to play Animal Crossing with as well, and or people to do raids with, because we do a lot of raids together uh, on Twitch. Monday night raid night. Monday night raid night. So uh, we will be back next week, of course. Uh, if you reviewed us in Apple Podcasts, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, be safe. Wash your hands. We will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super Effective. 
This podcast is supported by our Patreon backers, and some of those people paid money to get their name read at the end of this show. A huge thank you to Alex, Courtney, Jetsy, Casey, Catherine, Kay, Kevin, Liam, Matthew, Noah, Patrick, Riton, and Sejanis. And a shout out to our executive producer of Anthony. Thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast as well, you can go over to patreon.com slash it's super effective, or you can head over to the easier to remember domain, ise.cash. Super easy to remember because money exchanges hands and ISC is short for the podcast. Uh, also, shout out to Nick, who does all the music for the show. And yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. This was new. Hey, it was different. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for supporting the show and listening. Really, really, truly appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Bye.